When it's uh, eight uh, minutes after four, South African time, on this early, beautiful Mubarak Friday morning on our program, As-Safina to Ilal Jannah. Yes, uh, today is the 17th of Jumad al-Ula, 1445. I want to welcome the listeners of Radio Al-Ansar International. I want to welcome the listeners of Markaz Sahaba, the voice of Ahlu Sunnah wal Jama'a. Remember, if you do have any questions, you know our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners, plus 2784-786-3132. Whenever I hear of the, of the place Newcastle, I always think only of one person. My beloved Marhum, Mulana Qasim, Siyama Rahmatullahi. Ustad, it's a beautiful morning here in uh, Lanasia. I don't know about Newcastle, but whenever you are there, it brings memories, Ustad. I know the Newcastle people, they still, up till today, they want Muftisab to be in Newcastle. And Muftisab is currently now in Newcastle. Welcome to the QA this early Mubarak Friday morning, Ustad. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum ma'ala arafat. Jazakallahu khairan to our technicians, Brother Junaid Khan, Brother Riyaz Hussain. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma ba'd, a'udhu billahi minash shaytanir rajeem. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Rabbi shrahli swadri wa yasilli amri. وَحْلُلُ قَدَتَمْ مِنْ لِسَانِي يَفْقَهُ قَوْلِي سُبْحَانَكَ لَا عِلْمَ لَنَا إِلَّا مَا أَلَّمْتَنَا إِنَّكَ أَنْتَ الْعَلِيمُ الْحَكِيمُ All praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Today is the day of Yomul Jumu'ah an auspicious Friday the 17th of Jumad al-Ula 1445 With the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala Today we focus on Surah Al-Rum chapter number 30 and verses number 35 and 36. Almighty Allah Jalla Wala informed us when he showers his favor on people, then sometimes some of them, they turn away and they ascribe and associate somebody, some idols with Almighty Allah, Allah forbid. So Almighty Allah says they show ingratitude to Almighty Allah. So let them enjoy themselves for a little while, and soon they will come to know. So today's lesson, Almighty Allah is posing this question, chapter 30 and verse 35. Am anzalna alayhim sultana, or what? Have we sent down to them? Have we descended to them? Have we sent down to them any evidence, any proof? So he, this person, is now speaking with that proof which he has received. So it's a hypothetical question, a rhetorical question. Obviously, they have no evidence, no proof. And that is why they continue with their shirk and polytheism and idol worship. So whenever you see a person, 
male, female, and he or she is now ascribing, associating anybody, anything to all Allah, then the Quran Kareem states, chapter 31, verse number 13, Inna shirk al-zulmun azim. Verily, the shirk ascribing, associating somebody, something to all Allah Azza wa Jalla is the worst, worst form of oppression and the greatest oppression. And therefore, that person will not be forgiven by all Allah if he or she passes away in that condition. Chapter four, verse forty-eight. Inna Allah la yaghfiru ayyushraka bihi. Similarly, Almighty Allah is teaching us human nature, what is inborn, inherent in human being, Muslim, non-Muslim. And when we let human being taste, we let him taste rahma, mercy, health, wealth, honor, dignity, and so forth and so on. Farihu biha, he's rejoicing, very, very happy, elated and delighted. But that same human being and when a calamity strikes him, why? Cause and effect. Remember that action and reaction. So when a calamity, chastisement, punishment reaches that person because of his own deeds, his own actions, then you find some people that majority of non-Muslims and even some Muslims, Allah forbid, is Then suddenly they become totally disillusioned. They enter into a state of despair, and now they lose hope in the mercy of Almighty Allah, Jalla You tell that person you have cancer, you have AIDS, you have this, you have that. He feels that the whole world has collapsed on him. Or you tell that person, you must remember your marriage is broken. Your business is finished now, kaputs, because your debts are much more than your assets. Your liabilities are much more. So all Allah motivates this human being and inspires him. Therefore, Sayyidina Ali radiallahu anhu used to say that this verse here, chapter 39, verse 53, is the most inspiring verse and motivated him the most. Ya ibadiyalladheena asrafu. Almighty Allah jalla addresses Prophet Muhammad. Habibuna Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam announced to my servants and pronounced to them, say, Ya ibadi al-ladheen, Allah is saying, O oh, my beloved servants, Asrafu al-anfusihim, you have gone beyond the boundaries and beyond the limits. La taqnatu mir rahmatillah. Never become disillusioned, never become disappointed, and do not have despair in the mercy of Allah. We can lose hope in people, yes, but never become disillusioned and lose hope in Almighty Allah. He is Arhamur Rahimin. Chapter 7, verse 151. Oh, beloved Allah, include us in your special, special mercy whilst you alone, that you are the most merciful one to show mercy. 
chapter 39, verse 53. Do not despair, O human being. In Allah, Verily, Almighty Allah forgives all the sins. People will say that you committed so many sins and vices, and you condemned already. Allah says, No, I love you, O Masterpiece. Now come to me, cry to me, make peace with me, and I will change. I will change your fate, F A T E, and your destiny. So the ball is in our court, remember that. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Let us go now to the news, views, interviews locally, nationally, globally, and internationally. Number one, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Our Hamas brothers, they kill three Israelis and dispatch them straight to hell. Whenever we hear the Jutlas, the Haramis are sent to hell, we must say, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. When we hear that our people are martyred and murdered, then we say, Inna lillahi wa inna irajuun. Anyway, then the Israelis murdered and martyred our brothers. Inshallah, Allah will accept their martyrdom and grant them Jannatul Firdaus Allah and 80 Jutlas were also injured. So we got no sympathy, empathy for them. Blinken is there in Israel, the rogue apartheid regime, Al-Khabizatul-Khabizin, one shaitan with the other shaitan. Now see how he is pontifying it. And look at what he says. I just heard the news now on BBC at 4 o'clock. Blinken says, I told the Israeli authorities, if and when you start bombing again, then you cannot be bombing the civilians. You cannot be bombing hospitals. You cannot be bombing the water supplies. You cannot be bombing, you must remember, that those people, there must be separation. So what does that tell you, O esteemed listener? That he is telling the world, Israel committed all these crimes already. They bombed the hospitals, they bombed the schools, they bombed the mosques, they bombed the churches, they bombed innocent people, and remember, so they are bombing, 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 and therefore we say they are the biggest and super terrorists, and you, America, are supplying them all the arms, ammunition, and material support. So what does that make you? It makes both of you super haramis and super terrorists. Hence, both of you should be found guilty, and if if you are found guilty in an Islamic court, then you should hang in public. North Korea says we will not talk to the United States because they are two-faced and half two-faced and hypocrites. I agree with you, North Korea. Chim Ching Chung Chong, we don't know what's your name. Okay, remember three Israeli agents arrested in Iran because of espionage. So that is the one shaitan arresting another shaitan. Shias are kufar also and Yahudi, they're all brothers in crime, remember that. Now listen to this. Qatar is playing now a little bit, you know. It's polishing up its image because it plays a very prominent role when it comes to the release of the hostages on both sides. Don't use the word prisoners. Then our Palestinians who are languishing in the dungeons and prisons of Israel, the rogue apartheid terrorist Nazi regime. Remember, most of them were not even charged, but they are there detention without trial. 
So the German president is made to wait in that intense heat there in Qatar, in Doha, for more than 30 minutes and he's perspiring. And then the foreign minister of Qatar came to welcome him. And then there were talks with the president and the Amir of Qatar and the German president. Very good. You must put these whiteies in their place. Remember, they must not come to dictate to us. Well done, Qatar. French Jews are hiding their names and identity. The Jutla is always a coward. The Jutla always wants to play victim. He says, no, if I show my identity and my name, then maybe somebody might just give me a rooster and a booster, and that will be the last rooster booster I see. So therefore, they just go and camouflage themselves. So yesterday, remember, tough negotiation, Yahya Sinwar, he's running the entire operation there in the tunnels, and he tells the Juttas, Haramis, this is the amount of people you'll get. So then Israelis were released, and remember, 30 Palestinians, so he's still in favor of Palestine, 3 to 1, so that's a good thing for us as Muslims. Israel must terrify for the future. No settlements in Gaza, no Jutlas must be allowed. This is our enclave, this is our territory, and if any Jutla comes in there, then one settler, one bullet will settle the issue, and no expulsion of any Palestinian from Gaza. So remember, there are three areas that are non-negotiable. Number one is Gaza. Number two is Dotfatul Gharbiya, the West Bank. And third is East Jerusalem and Masjid al-Aqsa and surroundings. All that must be given to Palestine and the Palestinians. Then we can start talking so we will be clear. See the Haramis, how they hide. Now you go at Benjamin Netanyahu. So the crime minister and the butcher of Gaza. That's his name now. So the people are saying, oh, baby, that your son is jolting around there, having a party day in America. Our sons and our daughters are fracking. The Jews are fracking. Remember, if you don't understand fracking, it's an African term. And that means to die as a dog. So our people are dying as dogs, and your son is jolting around there and having a party there in America. So bring him back. So they brought him back, right, just to placate the Israeli public. So what job they gave him? They gave him a cushy job in a call center. He must just answer the calls of the Jutlas and so forth. Hey, baby son, go and wear the uniform and let Hamas circumcise you, you harami, because you're still not circumcised properly. So Ben Gwer, the super terrorist of Israel, Minister of Security, he is giving guns to everybody amongst the Chutlas and says you shoot first and then you think. So remember Haaretz writes an editorial and say we must stop this Ben Gwer from giving guns to people. This is just going to be counterproductive. And obviously, you know, the Jutlas will sell the guns and it will go into the wrong hands, meaning as far as they concern in the Palestinians' hand, and that same gun will shoot the Jutlas straight to hell. Saudi Arabia woke up and remembered that now they sent 12 uh, ambulances to Gaza. So they'll build 15, 20 cinemas and have big mega, mega musical shows and just to show the world that you know that we're doing so much for the Palestinians and Ghazans. So we gave them 12 ambulances. Pakka munafikin and hypocrites. 
Jordan's king woke up and he says, Oh, Israel, more aid must be allowed into Gaza. Even now the aid going in definitely is insufficient. So much more will be given. Russia, Putin, we like you. You're a big army, Russia. Oh, Putin, you told us Ukraine. What a threshing you gave them. European countries say, no more money for you. America say, our money and our arms are getting diminished. So it's finished, right? Checkmate for Zelensky and they want elections. So see what he did. So Russia bans the LGBT movement. We don't want this gays and lesbian business here. And the guy is born Steve, then he, Steve, wants to become Eve, and Eve wants to become Steve, and all that nonsense. Say, we don't allow it in Russia. Well done, Putin. Well done, Russia. So here we come to South Africa. Now let, okay, before I come to South Africa, another important story. You see, where there is oil, then there's always turmoil. Where there is gas, then always things up, uh, things end up in a big mess. So one side is Venezuela, one side is Guyana, right? So Venezuela, Latin America. Guyana, you must remember, West Indies, the Caribbean. So they have an area there filled with oil. So both parties are claiming this oil belongs to us, and now there's big problems there. The armies are getting ready, and there's saber-rattling going on. Let's come back to our country, beloved South Africa, so we see that China gave them, the South African government, ANC, 450 generators. So the thing surprising of this, that the ports, you must remember, there are so many delays there. There are thousands and thousands of people stuck there waiting. They told them they'll get it next year. But these 450 generators were offloaded. And where are they gone? Who is going to maintain it? Who is going to see where it's going to go? So you must remember, will it go to the hospitals? Will it go to the schools? Or will it go someplace where the ministers will be making money again and some backdoor business will take place? Watch that one, you South African public, and see what the ANC does with that. You can see what's happening to load shedding. Things are going from bad to worse. Shwani, your Pretoria, TP, under Transvaal, all South Africa, it was known as TP. TP means that Transvaal, Pretoria, now they call it Shwani, call it Twani, whatever. They're telling them that Hazi Kolomanzi, that is very little water. The intense heat is eroding the water there. And if you don't use the water sparingly, then you won't have any water. Can you believe that? The prices go up, but you must use less. Whether it's electricity, whether it's water, that is your government, that is your president, that is your ANC. And we are in for a huge, huge mess. Remember, only Allah have mercy on us. And remember that today <coughs> is the 17th of Jumad al-Ula. O Ummah, wake up on 17th Ramadan, second year after Hijrah. And it was a Friday. The Ma'arika to Badr, the wonderful battle of Badr took place. And Allah Jalla Wala granted the Muslims against all odds a magnificent and a superb victory. We make dua on this Mubarak day that Allah Jalla Wala grant our Hamas, our Palestinians, <laughs> a magnificent victory against the Jutlas and Haramis, woman wa'alahum, and whoever is supporting them, America, Germany, France, Britain, and who 
whoever else, all the Arab countries, Muslim countries, Allah Jalla Wala decimate and destroy them. And we are here in Newcastle, mashallah, by MP. So Haji Muhammad Parakswam, Allah Jalla Wala reward him, reward his family, children, grandchildren, and Hafiz Adil Kaji is here with me. So mashallah, we make dua for Hafiz Adil. He's a good, beautiful, pious wife, inshallah. So I told him, Adil, now we're waiting for you. He said, before Ramadan or after Ramadan? Never yar. Next year, it will be his year. So we make dua for him also. My program today, inshallah, will be that, inshallah, we will be there in the town masjid. And there by Sadiq Osman, we will translate the khutbah from Makkah. The khutbah and sermon today will be rendered by Sheikh Jamil. Faisal bin Jamil, so you must remember that, and that is Al-Ghazawi. His forefathers come from Gaza, so his khutbah today, and thereafter, 12.15, is the Adhan in Newcastle, Town Masjid, Jami Masjid. Immediately after Adhan, the lecture will start, and at Darulum will be Mona Zahir Mahmoud. He just arrived from UK, from London last night. We had a marathon session last night there at Arulum. So from 7 o'clock right up to 10 o'clock, mashallah, three hours, wonderful program. We met Hafiz Kala, Monana Muhammad Kala, and many of our graduates from Cape Town, 50 plus, arrived also yesterday. Wonderful, wonderful. You spoke of Mona Qasim Sema. So Hafiz Anwar Pochi came to fetch me in Heidelberg, and after Zohar we had lunch, and mashallah for the reunion and the... The graduation year, students came from Philippines who studied here in Darulum. And first time I met them, they say that they met me, I can't remember. But nevertheless, so four of us came, wonderful. And I told Hafiz Anwar that before we enter Newcastle here in the farm, let us go to the graveyard. So we went to Mount Qasim Sema, Rahimahullah, our principal, his grave, and we made special dua for him. Allah Jalla Wala grant him Jannatul Firdaus al-A'la and all our teachers, all our muhsineen, al-insanu abdul ihsan, a human being should be loyal to the people who are his benefactors. And that is what Islam teaches us. So 11.10, inshallah, South African time, we will link up with Makkah Mukarramah, inshallah, aziz. Ameen, 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 ameen. I love the way we start saying the Meriton session. We start, I received this message about uh, uh, 10 minutes ago, 10 to 11 minutes. It says, Bester is my name, sir. Please give me a hearing. I heard you in Durban. I have a Jewish book where it states about the land. Can I come and show it to you so you know the Jews are fighting for their rights? Please don't refuse my proposal so we can meet and debate like civilized human beings. Bester, Ustad. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. My brother, Bester, I am in NN, not in ND. NN is the first N from Natal and the second N from Newcastle. And you must remember that you are in N.D., Natal and Durban. So my program, my brother, is today I will be here in Newcastle. A certain time, 4 or 5 o'clock, I will be there in Denhauser, N.D.H. And then a Maghrib time, I will be in Dundee. So you must remember that for this week and then tomorrow in Newcastle. Next week, inshallah, I'll be back in Cape Town and that's Qasim al-Ulum. And the week after that, so the 13th, 14th, I will be in Durban. So if you want to meet me, you meet me. I got no problem, Bester. Bester, let me tell you something. Mm. 
Who gave the land to the Jutlas and the Jews and the Israelis? Who? If you come and tell me God gave you, do you know the Zionist majority of them are atheists? Do you know majority of them don't speak about God and they hate God and religion? And you must remember when you ask them, who gave you this land of Palestine? The Bible speaks of Palestina or Palestina and never speaks of Israel and so forth. And therefore, the Orthodox Jews are dead against the, 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 the concept of a state of Israel and so forth. And Ilan Pape writes, and I sent it out on my telegram, I sent it out, you must remember, on the Twitter, I sent on X, I sent it out to all the groups a few days ago. Ilan Pape, a historian, a Jewish historian, is still alive. He says that the Zionists, majority of them don't believe in God. <laughs> but if you ask them who gave them Israel, they say God. You see, these are the biggest crooks, you must remember. What they are best, <laughs> repeat with me, Jutlas, Zionists, apartheid, terrorism, occupation, baby killers, murderers, mm. that is what they are. Our law will be one settler, one bullet. And if you want to sympathize with them, you go to Palestine and we'll put a bullet through you as well with a booster and rooster. Mm. Allah Akbar, subhanAllah, subhanAllah. Listen to Mr. Governor Ustad. He says, AK, it's been 55 days since the, since the start of the war. In that time, Israel has turned Gaza into what the UN has called a graveyard for thousands of children waging a war on hospitals, schools, and homes. Ustad, Mr. Governor. Yes, Mr. Governor. The whole world has seen who the Jutlas are, who the real super-terrorists are, who the baby killers are and murderers are. So you must remember that if they had any brains, which they don't have, chapter 59, verse 14 of the Noble Quran, all my Allah states, they are a people and a nation who don't have intelligence and intellect. They might think they have. If they were smart, the Israeli cabinet and war cabinet and Mr. Governor, just to rectify that, this is no war. You must remember that Hamas is not an army. Hamas are running around with flip-flops. Hamas are 20, 25,000, and they don't have one helicopter, one plane, and they're taking on the most powerful army in the Middle East, who are supported unconditionally by America, Britain, France, Germany, and the West. And yet they're giving them a thrashing and a whooping, just like how our Mujahideen did in Afghanistan. They took on America and 47 other countries and gave them such a whooping and thrashing. No American, no European country will ever think or Britain will think again of coming into Afghanistan without a plane, without a helicopter, and with jumpers and sandals they beat them. So that is a replay. But now these cowards, they will attack the churches, they will attack the mosques, they will attack the water places and attack the civilians, demolish their homes. So Hitler was right. Hitler said, I killed and I murdered the Jutlas, but I left some of them. 
So I want you to see that who the real Jutla is, a cursed nation, and all Allah has cursed them repeatedly in the Noble Quran. And you, Mr. Governor, you should go to the Noble Quran and read it. You can just download it. Quran made easy, Q-U-R-A-A-N, made easy by Mufti Afzal Hussein. So same spelling like mine, H-O-O-S-E-N. And Rahimahullah, Allah grant him genital fiddos and paradise. Chapter 5, verse number 16. وَجَعَلْ مِنْهُمُ الْقِرَدَةَ وَالْخَنَازِيرِ No nation does all make Allah say he made them and transformed them. A metamorphosis took place, not figuratively, literally and physically. They were transformed and they were made into swines and into monkeys. That's what they are. They are a bunch of swines and monkeys. And today is Jumu'ah, Surah Jumu'ah, the chapter on Friday, chapter 62, verse 5 says, So yesterday one person killed was a rabbi. So they deserve it. Remember, we got no sympathy, empathy for them. So they are like donkeys, the Quran says, mm. carrying and encyclopedias and so forth. So that is where we stand and we're not apologetic to anybody. Okay. We will speak the truth to an okarha without fear or favor. Mm. Allahu Akbar. Ustad, I've got a brother here. He says that uh, I am 31 years old and I'm still single. I want a beautiful wife, but I am from Pakistan. My name is Shahzan. I don't want to marry here. I want to marry a British girl. Age doesn't matter to me. Mufti AK, how will I get married there? Khas dua me yad hai, Ustad. Mere bhai Shahzan, aapko ek shahzadi ki zarurat hai. Lekin aapki niyet me khagarbari hai. Isi niyet weisi barkat. Aap South Africa me ho, aap Pakistani ho, or Britannia bivi ki fikar kar rahe ho. Kyu? Taake aapko British passport mil jai. To ye to thik nahi hai. के फिर आपकी नियति में गड़बड़ी है फिर जब आपको पासपोर्ट मिल जाएगा मिल जाएगी वहां ब्रिटानिया की तो फिर आप इनको कहेंगे कि भाई तुम चली जाओ और मुझे अभी कोई जरूरत नहीं तुम्हारी तो देखिए तुम्हारी नियति ठीक नहीं है so this is our brother Shehzan, that means he's a prince and so forth, and he's here in South Africa, the way I understand it. He say, I want to marry, I'm 31 years old, but I don't want a South African lady, I want a British lady, a British princess. He wants a princess Diane, she must be a beautiful lady, a lady who's elegant and so forth, and a princess. So my response was, brother, you are Shehzan, you are the prince, and you're looking for a princess, but your intention is hidden agenda, ulterior mm. motive, which is not permissible Islamically. You don't want a Muslim lady, a pious lady. You want a British lady so you can become a British citizen. And then once you get British rights, permanent residence, British passport, you'll get tired of her. And then you'll go look for greener pastures and so forth. So in Islam, that is not permissible. Therefore, Imam Bukhari, rahimahullah, and then we see Riyadu Salihin. Tomorrow we go to Riyadu Salihin here in Newcastle at 10 o'clock. And Maulana Muhammad Kala is the overseer and the person in charge there. So we will complete the kitab, inshallah, for our mothers, sisters, and daughters. And Allah and Allah, we mention, Innamal A'malu Bin Niyat. Mishkat Sharif, you find Innamal A'malu Bin Niyat in the starting. Why? Every person should look 
What is my intention? What is my motive? I spent 20 years here in Newcastle. And from 81 January to 2001 January, and my intention with Allah's help was always teach, teach, educate, educate. The best way to learn is to teach. Mm. Remember that every person should start teaching once you have some knowledge and once you teach Quran Sharif. The Sunnah Mubarakah and Al-Fiqhul Islami, Allah Allah will make you a star, inshallah. Ustad, a listener is saying here that can a person perform salat through audio from a phone if he don't know how to read? Ustad. Not permissible that. You must remember, ta'alim, ta'allum in salat is not permissible. You are in your salat, in your namaz, in your prayer, and then you have an external force, and that is teaching you. For example, you have a CD, or you have a laptop, or you have something, and that is reading, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, and then you read, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. So that is ta'alim, ta'allum, the teaching, learning going on. So that is whilst you are in your salat, in your prayer, not permissible. So if you are a Muslim, then it's compulsory upon you that you must learn all the surah, surah Fatiha, that's compulsory. Then learn minimum four surahs. Asri inna atayna. All the short surahs and chapters you can learn. And remember, if you're a person, my brother, sister, you just embrace Islam. So in the interim, read, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, La ilaha illallah, Wallah Akbar. Any one of these phrases you read, Allah Akbar, Subhanallah, and your salat will be valid. But in the interim, you must learn Surah Fatiha. That must be the first surah and chapter. It is the first surah and chapter of the Noble Quran. And you must learn the laws of cleanliness and purification. As Muslims, after urinating, defecating, remember then we wash ourselves thoroughly, properly. You learn about ablution. You learn about taking a bath and so forth. Now, Islam does not allow beta, blank, and punastank. You must remember that. That outside you shining, glittering, and inside mm. is some terrible smell. Nay, Islam teaches us we must be sparkling inside and outside. So that is our Islam. Remember, we have the best and we must mm. share it with the rest. Listen to this one, Ustad. <laughs> I've got a brother here. He says that uh, why are some countries, especially Islamic countries and organizations, making loud noise over the crisis faced by Gaza people but making no efforts? to free the 150 hostages kidnapped from Israel by the Hamas. AK, I don't like you. And I don't like your news, views, and interviews. My name is Command Terran. Ustad. Command Terran. So why you wake up so early to listen to me, my brother? You hate me. You hate Islam. You hate the Palestinians. Then why you wake up, my brother? You like it, right? You like the program? So the, what you say? You like AK-47, so I will give you AK-255. What you write there, Command Terran? You're a Commander-in-Chief, so we'll teach you who's the Commander-in-Chief. Mm. So write down there, Command Terran. AK, Ayatul Kursi, the most majestic verse in the Noble Quran. So AK-255, Ayatul Kursi, verse 255, chapter 2, Allahu la ilaha illa huwa hayyul qayyum 
Almighty Allah introducing himself. He Almighty Allah Jalla states there is none worthy of worship except him, Almighty Allah. He is Al Hayyu Al Qayyum, ever loving. Creation, me and you and an entire universe, they is starting for us, ending for us, we will have to die and perish one day. And full of nafsin mawt. And al qayyum he is self-subsisting. He almighty Allah does not need anybody, anything, any time, any place. He was, is, he always will be. So read that, brother Goman Karan. Let us remove our blinkers and let's see. Do you know Israel has a law? That from Ben Juron Airport, no Palestinian is allowed to travel. Do you know Israel has a law that the rainwater, the Palestinians cannot collect it, it belongs to Israel? Do you know Israel has a law called detention without trial? Do you know Amnesty International has condemned Israel repeatedly for the treatment that they treat the children with? Every one of the hostages that comes out from the Palestinian side go and hear the horror stories that what has happened to them, you must remember. Their legs are broken or their hands are broken or their skull is damaged and so forth. And you want to come speak of hostages. I ask you one question, Command Terran, if you've got any brains and common sense that when my son, when my brother, when my sister is incarcerated in prison by your apartheid terrorist Nazi regime, Hitler's children, I ask you, what is detention without life? Is that the prestigious? And remember who murdered Muhammad Tamim, two-year-old? Who murdered Shirin Abu Atila, the lady? The world saw it was a premeditated murder. So they are the biggest murderers, the biggest torturers, the biggest occupiers, and the super terrorists. So get your facts straight, brother, if you want to talk. Otherwise, you go and sleep. Allahu Akbar. Uh, I see the brother says he, he wants to rectify you and he wants to rectify me. He says it's Commander, Commander Terran. And he says, this is something new I'm hearing about Israel. AK, Ustad. I told you, Commander, you know nothing. You're an idiot. So you're a commander who wants to command, but you got no brains. You go and read everything what I said, and then you will find it. One listener says, uh, tell AK a bomb above you, a bomb below you, in front and behind you, five-year-old kids being bombed in this way because they are terrorists. Where's the logic? Or is logic no longer logical? Brother from Peter Marisburg, Ustad. 100% leave 5-year-old, 1-year-old, 10-year-old, 10-month-old, babies and so forth. Remember that if you look at the statistics and figures, you must say, just yesterday, just yesterday, Commander, you must remember there in the West Bank, you find a Jutla, a Harami, a Palestinian lady who's pregnant. Everybody could see she's pregnant. She's crossing the street with the two other children. <laughs> this Harami, the super terrorist, this cursed nation of Jutlas and Zionists and of Jews, then he came. He repeatedly stepped there in full view of the public and it's on record. It's all you must remember that on clips of videos you can see it so clearly. And then he murders her, leaves her there. The two innocent children are wondering, look at what's happening to my mother. And then he jumps in the car and then gets away. Obviously, he'll get away with murder because he's an Israeli, he's a Jew, as far as they are concerned. Mm. And what their rabbis teach them, we are Gentiles. 
we are goyam and we are just like animals. They can murder, they can kill, they can injure anyone. So that is why the world is seeing and therefore world opinion has turned against Israel and America. They are the super terrorists of the world and the world is no more blind to it. Remember that. So every sympathizer of Israel, either you're a donkey or either you're a person who's blind. <laughs> We've got about six questions and our time is <laughs> our time is up. <laughs> what do I do, Ustad? It was your call. I finished that for your salat, everything. So you want to end it now, you end it. You want to carry on, you carry on. Maybe we carry on quick, quick, one word answers. <laughs> okay, Ajabu Yusuf says, please do continue. Ustad, let's go to Port Elizabeth when reading Quran from Surah Fatiha. At the end of the Surah, do we say Amin or do we carry on with Surah Baqarah? Ustad? No, you say Amin. Whether you are reading in Salat, you say Amin. Yesterday, mashallah, 14 students completed the Quran Sharif here at Tahulum. So when they were reading Surah Fatiha, I was saying Amin, Amin, Amin means, Ya Allah, this du'as and supplication we are making and begging and requesting of you, you accept it, O Almighty Allah. So Amin means to accept, Ya Allah, accept it, O beloved Allah. <laughs> I see the listener says, let's go till five o'clock. Okay, let's see how we go. Somebody says here, Ustad, that, oh, Sister Lerato, what are people's opinions on Julius Malema, Mr. AK, and the economic freedom fighters in South Africa? Lerato, Ustad. My brother, Sister Lerato, I can't speak on behalf of people. I'm nobody's spokesperson, spokesman, and I don't belong to any political party. I am a simple Simon who was born in South Africa. My family is in South Africa for more than 100 years. We love South Africa, but we do not like our politicians. Because the more I study the lives of the politicians, I find that most of them are corrupted to the core, Muslim and non-Muslim. I told you a hundred times, Lerato, you're listening to me now. So I told you I never, ever voted ANC. I never, ever voted DA. And I never, ever voted E. FF, and I'll never ever vote for them in future. So you got my personal stance. We live in a democracy. We got freedom of speech. We got freedom of expression. You choose who you want to. You ask me, I give you my honest opinion and hmm. an honest answer. Listen to this lengthy one, uh, uh, question, Ustad. Hamas, after this war, will live in tents without water and electricity. Israel will make sure no Arab countries can make use of them anymore. Iran asked King Salman to moderate the peace talk between Israel and Hamas. Iran, the devils, acting like angels. Hebrew brother says, Netanyahu says, every Hamas member will be destroyed. Hebrew brother, Ustad. Hebrew brother, you also, I told you, you got donkey brains. You so, you, but you still don't understand because donkeys won't understand. Next week, he's going for trial. Do you know that? Your crime minister, your butcher of Gaza, BB, is going for trial next week. That's Haaretz newspaper. And you can Google it and you'll find it there. Next one, there's a political earthquake waiting for him. Mm. There's his own parties against him. Majority of the Jutlas are against him. And remember that Biden and all of them were supporting Americans against him. So you must remember Israel is kaputz. Already it's written, you must remember, that 54 billion U.S. dollars they're going to owe to the international financiers and backers and so forth. 
So economically, they destroyed. Politically, they destroyed. More than quarter million people have left Israel. Your Jutlas, your nation have left. And we're going to bring in our six million Palestinians. Hebrew brother, mm. you're not circumcised properly. Mm. You only talk nonsense because your brains are at the bottom. Mm. Well, somebody wants to know, what if an Israeli Jew, they convert to Islam? Can he continue be an Israeli with all the rights? Sister Gail, who started? Anybody can embrace Islam in any part of the world, but they must be true Islam. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu dukhulu fi silmi kaffa. Oh, you who believe, 89 times all Allah uses this phrase, that who you who have iman, you have firm belief and conviction, so enter in Islam in its totality, in its entirety. And do not follow the footsteps and the way of the Satan, Lucifer, and Shaitan. So if the Jew embraces Islam, he can't say that he wants to celebrate the Sabbath, he wants to celebrate the Saturday, or he wants to celebrate Rosh Hashanah, the New Year, or he wants to practice on the Jewish traditions. He must enter into Islam. Remember that from the bottom of his heart, willingly, lovingly, sincerely, he must say loudly, every Jew, every Christian, every non-Muslim, who is sane and mature, if he or she dies in that state condition, they go to hell forever, eternal good gloom and doom from them. So all these things he'll have to make very, very clear. And then he can enjoy all his rights as an Israeli. we got no problem with that. There are already some Jews who embrace Islam, but Quran taught us we need to be circumspect already. Chapter 2, verses 87, 88. Fariqan wa fariqan The Jutlas and the Jews are a people and a nation. They rejected the messengers like Jesus, Prophet Jesus, peace be upon him. They say they murdered him, meaning they tried to assassinate him. And they reject Prophet Muhammad Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa So either they reject or either they want to murder and kill and when they are told, they say arrogantly, They say that on our hearts there is a covering and a veil and a curtain. Allah says, Nay, well, nay, what you are saying is hasbara and propaganda. Allah has cursed the Jews because of their blasphemy. Mm. So few, then ma is mentioned. Extremely, extremely few Jews will really embrace Iman and true Iman. So you'll get Jews. Some of them will say they're Muslim, but they will be spies and agents and so. You will get some, but extremely few who will really bring faith. But we got no problem. Any country you are, you embrace Islam, and then you enjoy the perks and all that of that country, provided within Islam it is permissible. So Islam will not prohibit you from that. I see Sister Gail says that uh, you remind me of my late dad, very wise, like you. Ustad, Sister Gail. We pray for all, if he's alive, we pray for him that he embraces Islam. And you, my sister Gail, you must embrace Islam and not become a gale force or force a gale force to propagate evil and bad. You see, we're sitting here in Newcastle. Newcastle is known for the cold, you know. And when you are in mm-hmm. Durban, when you are, 
So then you have the ocean there by you. So look at the ocean this weekend, my sister Gail, and what will you see? You will see the bubble and the foam there, and you will see the water. So this is the choice you have to make, I have to make. As for the bubble and the foam that is on top, remember that will disappear. It is a sign and symbol of falsehood, like Zionism, communism, socialism, capitalism, secularism, democracy. All these are satanic forces. They are just bubbles and foam that will disappear with time. What must you become, my sister, with veil? What must I become? We must become the water. And when you become an asset to humanity, not to Muslims or to Arabs or to Indians, nay, we must become an asset to humanity. And when we become an asset to humanity, then you will remain. Your legacy will remain. Kissinger died, the Harami, the Jutla, 100 years old, dispatched straight to hell. Allah's curse is already on him. He is the one responsible for the death of thousands of people. And go read about what he did in Cambodia. Go read what he did in Vietnam. Go read what he did in the Middle East. So Pakka Harami, super terrorist Kissinger. But because he was a Jutla, the Zionist media were very sympathetic to him. <laughs> so that is what we need to understand. Last question, Molana. Ustad, uh, 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 yeah, I will have to catch you. I've got about four questions left. But anyway, uh, I'll catch you maybe after one more, after two questions, Ustad. Anonymous Mu'allima from Newcastle says, how can we sisters and other sisters make your khidmat, dear Mufti AK, and the sisters would like to meet Mufti AK Sahib's wife, where is Mufti Sahib staying? Anonymous Mu'allima Ustad. <laughs> <laughs> so you must remember that I'm here, my wife is there. You must remember that my wife says she'll travel by plane only. So next week, Cape Town, she'll be worth. Following week, Durban, she'll be worth. To come Newcastle, Majuba, all that by car too far. She can't travel. So anyway, so that's first story. Second story, you ladies want to come for a tarot for a lesson. So you come tomorrow there, and inshallah, I don't know what it. Oh yeah, Madrasa Riyadh Salihat. So I remember the name now. So there we Maulana Muhammad Kala and Mashallah and I'm in charge. Mm. So remember tomorrow, 10 o'clock, we'll be there to render a lesson on Riyadh Salihin. Khidmat, make dua for us, make dua for the Ummah, make dua for Gaza al-Mubarakah, and make dua Ameen. Allah Ta'ala guide these Jutlas and all the non-Muslims and all of us. Mm. And if there's no guidance for them, all might Allah decimate and destroy them. Amin, Amin, Amin. Ustad, I'm going to give you one more question because I see the questions are just coming. Uh, I see Brother Ellen says here, did Hamas just make a huge mistake, AK? Did they poke the bear too, too hard this time? Ellen, Ustad. Why mistake? It was the greatest maneuver they made in the history for the past 70 years. No Muslim country, no Arab country called Israel such damage what Hamas did. Our person, Yahya Sinwar, he's there underground in the tunnel. He's running the operations. 22 years he was there in the jail and in prison tortured and persecuted by the Jutlas, Haramis, Hitler's children. He perfected and learned Hebrew. Three after his release, there was an attempt on his life, and Allah Ta'ala saved him. 
for that wonderful day of 7 October, which shook the very foundations of Israel and Zionism and the world. They thought their army is invincible, and we gave them such a threshing, 1,200 of them dispatched to hell. 3,000 of them, their army, according to their own statistics, we believe is much more that they dispatched to hell, the army of Israel. 11, 12,000 injured. They don't want to come back to Gaza. They're fighting. There's a mutiny in that army. So what mistake are you talking about? Mm. You put us in the open prison. You put us in a concentration camp for 16, 17 years. And do you think that we are animals? Nay, we're going to show you such a lesson. What is Iman? What is Islam? What is Jihad? When we have that, we fear none. So never ever say it was a mistake. It was the greatest victory. Al Ghazza fiha al Izza. Al Ghazza fiha al Rahma. Al Ghazza fiha al Baraka. Ghazza brought honor to the Ummah and the Muslim world. Ghazza brought Baraka and blessing to the world. Ghazza brought Allah's mercy and showed what are the blessings of jihad when you place your trust in Almighty Allah. A ragged group of people without one helicopter, without plane. And you must remember bringing the whole Israeli government to his knees and they are teaching them a lesson that their grandfather also never taught them. So inshallah, we will defeat them with the help and mercy of Almighty Allah. Allah Ta'ala reward you, Mona Arafat. I know you like soccer. You went into extra time. You went into extra time and penalties and everything here. Yeah. And the lights also went off here. Yeah. Uh, load shedding. So yeah, exactly what the time. Five o'clock, load shedding started in NN. So we just ending and then load shedding. Khalas, finish South Africa. DC. Ustad, there's one more question. Well, are you there, Ustad? I'm listening. GJ, there's one more question here. I see the Sister Emily is begging me to ask this final question. Now, Sister Emily here is Abby, Abby's friend, Abby that comes on the bliss of marriage. She's asking, please tell me a small brief about this guy, Yahya Sinwar. And did you meet him in person? This is Emily, Abby's friend. Ustad. My sister Emily, remember his name is Yahya. Yahya is the son of John the Baptist. So we name our children's name after prophets and messengers, okay? There's Zachariah, the father, his name is mentioned seven times in the Noble Quran. Yahya, John the Baptist, what you call, his name is mentioned five times in the Noble Quran. I did not meet him. He was 22 years in prison, and the Israelis, after his release, three times tried to assassinate him. All Allah helped him. He is the biggest commander there and running the operation, and he tells them how many hostages will come. Look at what the Israelis are saying. They're sending letters to him, and they're telling him that we saw real men when we were in the tunnels. We saw real compassion when we were in the tunnels. And when we compare you to what you did to us, and we compare our army, our police, and then we thought you were going to treat us like this, but we're sending you a love letter to thank you, we fell in love with your policy. We love, we fell in love with your Islam. And now we're going to study more and more Islam. Yesterday I sent it out on all my Telegram account and X account, Twitter and all the groups. The Guardian newspaper writes that in UK, in London, in America, 
that the youth want to study more and more about Islam. Why? To see what a nation these Palestinians are. Their houses are demolished. Their babies are murdered. Mm. And yet they continue praising Allah. Yet they smile and they say, our children, our mujahideen are gone to paradise and Jannah. So these are the people of Iman and faith, my sister. So only they are so resolute, so determined. They're telling, come again. We're ready for you. Mm-hmm. We only mm-hmm. use one quarter of our arsenal. We still got three quarters hidden there. You want more? Come, we will show you mm. what we will do to your iron dome. What we will do? The Muslims, they embrace martyrdom. Mm. And the Jutlas and the Jews, they run away from death. Always remember that, Emily, that is the difference between true Muslim and the Zionist and the apartheid and terrorist Nazi regime. Jazakallah khairan and barakallah fiqh. Once again, thanks to you, Maulana. Jazakallah khair. It was a Friday special, mashallah. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa